Hey beautiful people, it's your girl Mariska. Thank you for being here. Hope today's podcast will uplift you. Thank you all so much for the love and support. I am so grateful for each one of you. Today is the continuation of My Enemy Turned Into My Best Friend, Part 2. My Enemy Turned Into My Best Friend, Part 2. So sit down, grab your tea or coffee, and let's get straight to it. Whilst I was preparing for today's episode, I literally broke down. I've recorded this episode more than five times. The reason why I broke down was because of my mom, my best friend, my rock, and my world. My mom never gave up on me. (laughs) I know. I can hear you say, but it's your mom. It's her duty. But trust me, not all mothers have love or time for their children. I can tell you, My mom went through fire for me. Walking in the rain, in the storm, in the snow, just to find answers. Just to have some idea of what was going on with her daughter. Of course, my dad was in the picture, but he needed to work to bring food on the table. Trust me, he also went through fire for me. But you see, a mother's love and care is differently. Now reflecting back, I can only feel her pain, all in the name of sickle cell. Unanswered questions for 16 years. Unanswered questions for 16 years long. But this woman never gave up. Even when people were talking about her child, about me. Up till today, I still can't get it. That there were people that had the guts to ask my mom whether I could give birth 
due to my sickness. Whether I could make my own family due to my sickness. And that's what I mean, my mom went through fire for me. I mean, come on, guys. Where was the sympathy? Where was the love? But through it all, this woman never showed weakness. (laughs) Where the joy in the Lord. Yes, joy in the Lord. Because she knew, and she used to say, This too shall pass, my dear daughter. This too shall pass. So if you see me and my mom walking down the streets, being together always, just know that we have been through fire. We have been through hell together. In the middle of the night, through my pain, she prayed, she fasted, motivated and showed me love. She held me so tight. This love was so deep. It's still deep. And that's what kept me going. My angel kept me going. My mom kept me going. So let me take you back on how it all started so you would understand where I'm coming from. So from what my parents told me, it all started from the time that I could walk. Hmm, let's say I was a year old. They said that was where they started noticing that there were some strange things around me. For example, after walking the whole day or playing outside, every evening they could see that I was way too tired and they could feel that I was very warm. My temperature could rise up in a minute. It was scary, they said. So from there, so from there, the journey started. Bringing me to our house doctor, as you would say, GP, to check what they could do for me. Sickle cell took away my childhood days. At times, I could be that child that plays and runs up and down. And there were times that I was knocked down in my bed for a week or two. Imagine, as a child. No child deserves to be sick. 
a child needs to play outside, being able to live their best life, not being sick in bed for two weeks. To see my parents being worried and sad was really horrible to see. At a point, I felt like I was a burden to them, even though they said I wasn't. At times, I could lie and tell them I was feeling well, but they could feel in their inner spirit that I wasn't fine at all. So when I look at my kids being so happy to go to school, it truly melts my heart. Because my school days were different. What was supposed to be my happy place turned into hell for me. When I got a bit older, things weren't easy as I thought it would be. I started being shy, quiet, uncomfortable in my own skin. Worst of all, I was being misunderstood. Misunderstood by teachers. Some of my teachers didn't like me because they felt I was lying. The other day I'm at school and the next day I'm sick. They were quite confused. They thought I didn't like school. They thought I wasn't serious with my life. They were just assuming things and started judging me based on my disease. But then again, I couldn't blame them. I mean, where was the proof that I had a disease that was called sickle cell? At that time, doctors couldn't even find any answers for me. All they could say was muscle pain or growth pain. In Dutch, they would say groeipijn. So it was God, my parents, and I against the world. I was broken into pieces. Because of my disease, my father took certain measures into his own hands. He didn't allow me to go to parties or sleepovers that much. It was sad, but he was just protecting me. (laughs) Back then, I hated him for that. But reflecting back, I know he meant it well for me 
yes, he meant it well for me. I think my friends back then couldn't really understand me. Why I was not attending to their parties or sleepovers. But I needed to lie to protect myself from being sick. So I could go to school so that the teachers wouldn't have any access to talk about me. Trust me, it was horrible. I felt like proving to my teachers back then that I was a good student. I thought proving to them that I was a good student would make things easier for me. But trust me, that wasn't the case. They took away my confidence and my peace. Years went by, still unanswered questions. Still unanswered questions. But then, But then, I know you're curious of what happened after these years. In my next episode, that will be part three, our grand final. In that part, I will be telling you when I got diagnosed, how things changed for me and the blessings that God poured on me. So stay tuned and kindly tell your loved ones to follow us on Anchor and Spotify so that they can be a bit wiser on sicker cell. I hope this episode has blessed you in a way. As I always say, never forget to be the best version of yourself and never forget to be a blessing among the people around you. See you in my next episode. Bye-bye.